What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast, the best place for people who like to talk about money. I'm your host, Oliver Brito, here with my co-host, Luke Lunarola. What's going on, brother? Everything's going good. First and foremost, how's everyone doing? I'd like to introduce myself, Luke Lunarola here. What's going on in the market this week? You know, Russia, Ukraine, the Fed. There's a lot going on, a lot of things, a lot of factors, a lot of volatility in the market right now. Making a lot of people scared. Yeah. Emotion is the biggest influence. It's psychology. And it's, you know, it could be the best thing for you or the worst thing for you. And you really can't act on emotion, especially in times like this. You know, you have to just be logical when it comes to your money and be smart. Plan ahead. There's a lot of planning that's got to go on now, especially with this market. Before we jump into that, I want to do an introduction to myself as well for all the listeners out there. This is the first episode of the Money Mindset Podcast. We did do the Evolution Podcast before this, you know, more structured against personal development. But at the end of the day, we figured out that we both love money more than anything. We kind of only want to talk about money, everything that's related to money. So, you know what I mean? There's a lot of people out there like us, so we're going to serve that audience. Exactly. But with that being said, a little bit about myself. I work in the financial industry. I'm a portfolio management expert. I sell a portfolio management system. And I work with the world's, you know, largest asset managers and asset owners on how to manage their investments. So I'm already on my day to day. I'm already focused on money all day, every, every single day. day. It's all about money management. And it's all about how does economics tie into money? How does psychology tie into money? How does everything tie into money? And I love it because those conversations on a daily basis literally just feed into what I love. So I like going to work. I excel because I like what I do. And now I'm here to talk about it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Educate the people that might be doctors, lawyers who aren't always, you know what I mean? Around uh, money discussions, but they make a lot of money. Or if you don't even make money and you want to make it grow for you, like this is the place for you. Exactly. You know what I mean? You're going to learn a lot. You're going to learn, you know, you have a lot of money, how to manage your money, the right places to put it, how to expand your net worth, grow your income streams, which is something that's extremely important. You know, like you said, if you don't have a lot of money, there's ways to make money. There's always ways to always make money. Away. Always and away. And if you think there isn't, it's just because you're lazy and you're not looking hard enough. Or your mindset is just not, you know, your mindset and belief system isn't crafted that way. You Correct. know, and you have to, you have to start off from square one. People might be sitting here not making too much money, but they have a lot of free time on their hands. Or there's another person that works three, four jobs. You know what I mean? But they don't realize they're not really building any, you know, valuable skills. That's why those jobs are paying so little. You know, there's there's so many different things to look from that perspective. And then also, then you have the consumer mindset rather than the investor mindset. You're just buying everything. You exactly. think it's so cool because you watch the rap video, you watch everything on TV. You want the gold chain, you want that, and then you just go spend your money on on liability is not assets. You're not patient. You're not putting your money into the future. You're not thinking about five, 10 years ahead when you take a thousand, two thousand, five thousand, even a hundred dollars now and invest it into something that's going to turn into a, you know, a profitable reward in the future. People just want to see get rich quick scheme. So they're getting robbed on Instagram. They're putting $500 in the Forex and then it's below their account. Now they're just yep. down 500. Meanwhile, if you put 500, you know, three, four years ago in an S&P 500 ETF, it's worth a few thousand. You know what I mean? You would have got a good amount. You would have got a good return. You would have had two, three shares of the uh, as a spy. You know what I mean? That's worth like four hundred fifty dollars right now. Yep. You, you, Dividends reinvested too. You know exactly. These are the th- little things. But I also want to build on something that you said um, and touch on it a little more. You know how you said working three to four jobs and people don't realize. You know they're making money, right? But at the end of the day, they're hurting themselves in the long run. I'm gonna be polarizing as hell right now. Money is everything. It Money is. makes the world go round. And people who think, you know, people might come here and say like, oh, you're, you know, you have, a, you have the wrong mindset. 
health is everything or things like that. But at the end of the day, everyone needs money to survive. Yep. If you're working three to four jobs, why? You need money. Yep. Right? Learn how to make your money work for you because the most valuable thing in your life is your time. Exactly. So you don't, yeah, it's good. If you have to hustle and grind, work those three to four jobs to get to where you need to be and build that base, all to it. You know, do it, do what you got to do. Yep. Grind, hustle. That's what your 20s and 30s are for. Exactly. Put the work in now. You don't want to be working those jobs to put food on the table for your family. That's what Jordan Peterson said, right? The other day I was watching uh, one of his podcasts and he said, like your 20s, and I, I, this is something I preached before even hearing him say mm-hmm. it. So when I heard him say it, I was even more hyped. Like your 20s are supposed to be where you test your limits. Correct. You grind until you burn out. And then you know, okay, that's my peak. And then you do it again. See if you could get a little more, get a little more, get a little more. And then you know where, what, how much you're able to work, whether it's 12 hours a, a day or eight hours a day or 60 hours a week or Correct. 100 hours a week or 40 hours a week, whatever it is. And then that's what you can maintain through your 30s, 40s, and 50s when you're not really, you know, when you're not as young anymore. You know what I mean? But in addition to that, just to get back to your polarizing point, because I am on the same page with you, money is everything. And do you know why money is everything? Because the only thing that can buy you your time back is money. Correct. Nothing else. Nothing else. People sacrifice health because they don't have money. You know what I mean? People are not able to, you know, fix their health if, God forbid, something happens. You can't do anything without money. You can't do anything. You You can't can't help save the world. You can't donate. You know, people who say, like, you know, you're selfish because you have so much money. Everyone's always going to have a negative viewpoint. I saw something today, a video. If, you, if you're fat, you eat too much. If you're getting skinny, you're sick. You know, everyone's always going to have a comment. Exactly. Stop focusing on what other people think. Focus Stay on in what your you lane. Like. Exactly. And lock in. If you love money, that's there's no problem with that. You're supposed to love money. Exactly. You know what I mean? If you and don't don't love it to the point that you get greedy and start doing bad things. That's a whole different conversation. And but having a lot of money, that's what you could you can have a big influence. You can make a big positive impact in this world. You can, you know, pass it down to and create generational wealth and give to your kids and their kids what they, you know you never had. Exactly. You know what I mean? You could put them in the best schools, get them educated, set them up for success. You you have power, you have freedom. Money gives you that freedom. Without money, you don't have freedom. You wanna know why? Because Freedom is, you could express freedom as a function of time, right? If, Correct. If most of my time has to be stuck in a, in a job and that, that I hate, like people love, you know, spending time at jobs. Like exactly. I love my job. I'm not saying it like that. But if you have to work two, three jobs to pay for the rent and, or pay for the mortgage and pay for the car and pay for the kid's school or whatever bills you have, then you're not free at all. But the more money you have, the more freedom you gain because you don't have to allocate your one and only resource which is at the end of the day your time that's the only very very important resource in this world correct you don't have to allocate that to some place that you don't want to be you could do what you want you could take you could drive your your son or daughter to school and watch them walk in you know what i mean and watch them grow up you could spend that quality time from the age of zero to five years old with them instead of being you know away 12 hours a day because exactly. you know they're changing every fucking hour I, my daughter is doing something different exactly every and she's six months old now Every single hour, she's you know doing another sound. She's like that, 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 like stuff yeah. like that. She's rolling over, and I don't want to miss those moments. But if I'm not there half the day or half the time, I get two days off. I'm not gonna be able to see her as much. You know exactly. what I mean? So, it's that's why it, the most important thing is you have money. You know how to use money. You develop a money mindset. Mindset. Man. You know how to make money. You know how to make your money work for you. You no longer have to have to allocate your time to make that money. You could do what you want, whether exactly. it's skiing or driving the nicest car or just going and sitting down, meditating and watching the view or spending time with your kid. Whatever you love to do, we're all different. I'm not saying we're all the same, but one thing that is equal is that if you have a lot of money, you could do what you want. Exactly. And to build on something you said before, you know, about luxuries and, and things like that, 
I like luxuries and I know you're the same way, but it's, you know, you have to have the mindset of how to, how to be able to get there, you know, do it smart. You don't want to, you're not going to make a thousand and then go spend seven fifty on a new shirt. You know, you're not, if your money's not working for you while you're sleeping, you're going to work for the rest of your life exactly forever. And that's the money that you use to buy you those things, the real estate, the dividends, all of those passive income streams is what you use to use to buy the luxuries and the money that you're breaking your balls for, you know, busting your ass, working 12 hours a day. That's the money you use to get yourself to that point. Exactly. I think a lot of people, that's the disconnect. People don't say, think it's people say how, like, how am I yeah. going to get there? You know, when you get your paycheck on Friday, I bet you majority of the people don't pay themselves first. That's the biggest Everybody issue. Everybody says, oh, I got paid. Let's go out. Yeah. Have a direct deposit set up. Hit it right into your investment account. It's that easy. In this way, you know, you could have bills come out as easy as that. Yes. Why not pay it. yourself first? Structure it. Treat your, treat your future as a bill, as an expense. Yeah. And you'll realize how much you'll thank yourself in 10, 15, 20 years from now. Stop flushing your money into your car payment and all those things, expensive rent. Exactly. And, and pay yourself. Live below your means. Exactly. Below. And, and that's a great point you bring up, for example, because I'm just I'm buying a house now in Jersey. And we, my wife and I brought out, broke out a budget based on both of our incomes. And one of the line items there, we have two, we have two very specific line items, right? One is investments. We're going to put at least $1,000 a month away in investments. And the other one is a $500 monthly emergency fund. Yep. And, you know, as times are changing, I'm, I'm like reallocating the budget, cutting expenses here and there. Those are the two ones that I will not touch. Exactly. It's like, it's like the mortgage. Like you, I can't go and lower my mortgage. It's just not going to happen. My mortgage is this. I got to pay it. But my investment is this. I got to pay it. So, you know, food, shopping, you know, grocery shopping. Maybe we're not going to go out to the restaurant twice a month or three times a month. And we're going to cook at home more. And we have to make sure we're maximizing that food so we don't keep putting vegetables in the bottom drawer and they keep going bad, going bad. Exactly. And just throwing money out the window. We got to be very specific. So. I, that's exactly how I look at it. Just have a plan. Structure your money like you structure your life. People just think, oh, if money comes in, right, they don't even care. Oh, I just got like around 1200 today because I got paid. Like, now how much did you just get paid? You got exactly. paid 2900 for the last two weeks? All right, so how that twenty? where's that 2900 going? 20% is coming out off the top. Right off the rip. Off the rip. That's it. Put it into your investment account. And the thing is, the why you have to do that consistently because people think, oh, I'll just take a thousand out, put it in the market, and let it work. No. No. Because guess what happens if you you buy all, you put a thousand dollars in the market right now, and let me see what's going on today. Yeah. Buy like, high. You buy high, and it, it starts tanking. One, you probably need that money because you just put all the, the savings you had, and now if something came up, you have to pull out of the stock market at a loss. You don't want to do that. The money that goes in does not come, come out, out for a long time. Ever. Number two, you know what I mean? You want to be someone that's always putting money in. So you're always buying like your dollar average. Exactly. So what dollar that means is, average. exactly. What that means is I'm, I'm buying every week. I'm buying every week, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So if it keeps going down every week, I'm getting the best prices. If it keeps going up, I'm still getting in and riding it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever's going on, you're getting the best out of it. You're getting the average price over a long time frame. Exactly. Rather than being the person to go and put, you know. 50 buy, grand at the highest price and then it drops 20%. Put, buy 10 shares of Facebook two weeks ago, three weeks ago, yep. when it was at $350. Now it's at 207 after the earnings report. You know what I mean? That's a lot of money that they mm -hmm. just, like they just, it just disappeared, vanished. People, exactly. And, and then those people say the stock market's rigged. And because yeah. you just don't have the knowledge, you know, you have to educate yourself prior to just jumping into something. If someone tells you, oh, buy Shiba Inu, if your barber told you to buy something, don't do it. If your cab <laughs> exactly. driver told you to buy something, don't do it. If your boy came in telling you about this crazy new investment that you're going to turn $1,000 into 20000 and it sounds too good to be true, it's too good to be true. 
But I'm not saying that those opportunities don't exist. You got to do your due diligence. Exactly. An idiot with a plan will always beat a genius without a plan. Exactly. Every single 100 time. out of 100 times. You're going to make that mistake. You got to plan. That's the biggest thing. You got to lay things out. You got you to self-reflect, right? That's the first thing. And yeah. so it's something that we always used to preach. Yeah. If you don't know where you stand right now at this given moment, whether it be your expenses, emotionally, psychologically, you have to know, all right, this is my mindset. I either want to get here so I'm going to have to change X, Y, and Z to get to point B. Or I like where I am right now, but what can I do to enhance the situation? Exactly. You know, and I think a lot of people say they like money, but they really don't. No. Well, or look what they're doing they just with the don't money. know how to make it. No, they don't know how to make it. No, but uh, people have jobs, right? They have that cash flow stream, but they're not looking at it as an asset. They're not looking at it as I have this much money coming in and now I want to take a portion of it and make it grow. They're not looking at it as, as a machine like that. And the reason why we, we talk about this is I'm not saying I'm not sitting here saying like, you know, I'm a money expert and everything I do goes right. No, I just made so many fucking expensive mistakes that I can't forget about them. And now I've grown and I've exactly. gained experience. I've met I've been somebody to, to listen to my boy put money in on a stupid investment. It skyrocketed it up. And then I could have took my money out, but I didn't have an exit plan. And then it plummeted now. Now it's worthless. And I'm sitting here like a, like, a, like an idiot. Exactly. I've, I've made that mistake multiple times. So I'm speaking based off experience. I, like, for example, there was a, there was a company, um, HCMC. And was, everybody was hyped about yep. HCMC. They were suing Philip Morris. And we thought they were going to get a couple billion dollars. There's, there's a penny stock. It's, not, it's worth a tenth or, or, or a thousandth of a, a penny. penny. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's worth absolutely nothing. I put about a couple grand in there. I, it went up like 300, 400%. So if I put, I put like two grand in it, I was, at like, I was up like 6K. So my two grand turned to 8K like in, in, a, in a week. I didn't pull it out. Like, I kept thinking it was going to go up after they won yeah, the lawsuit. Yeah. Things fucking worthless right now. It's literally worthless. I lost all my money. I lost ninety six percent of my investment. Yep. Put like two k in there. I ended up taking out like four hundred bucks. And I work in the financial industry. I should I should have known that that is a stupid play. But greed really and emotion. Emotion. Greed's an emotion. It really comes into play. You gotta have your your game on. Yeah. But I'm happy I made the mistake. Guess what? Because I'm never gonna make that fucking mistake again. Exactly. So now every time I look at one of these things, I'm very skeptical. Not so skeptical that I'm gonna miss the opportunities, but I'm not just gonna throw my money around like nothing because now I know the feeling of losing a couple grand and I don't like that feeling. Exactly. And that's what we're here for, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we, we're talking about these things and like you said, we're not money experts, but we're talking from experience. You know, we've been in certain situations. We've made certain mistakes. You know, the greatest thing you ever said to me when you were my mentor, you know, people look at a mentor and they read everything and they read up on it and they look at Instagram and they think, ah, it's a ripoff. What's this guy going to do for me? And you laid it out for me perfectly and changed my mindset forever. You know, Oliver said, if you're going in a race and you're doing a 3K run and he runs before I do, and there's, you know, say a ditch at mile one and a half and a log down here, you're going to say, hey, watch out for this and watch out for that. Why? Because you did it. And now I learned from your experience and I know to avoid those certain things on my path. Exactly. That's the point about surrounding yourself with the right people, educating yourself with the right information, and then taking action, building the plan and executing properly. Exactly. Couldn't have said any better. Couldn't so, have said any better. you know, it's really just comes down to, you know, you want money. Well, you're not going to hang out with the broke guy on the corner. That's what I'm saying. But most people do. They take advice, money advice. They take money advice exactly. from people that nothing wrong with people that drive Toyotas. People have millions and they drive. I drive Toyota. a Hyundai. You know I'm I mean? just money smart. Exactly. I don't need a big car bill right now. I, I, have, I drive a BMW. Do you, know you, you want to know why I have a BMW? Because I got out of college. My mom gave me 20 grand. She saved 20 grand from me and my brother after we graduated. And I put all the 20 grand on, on a BMW. Love my car. I go for rides in it. It's 435 M Sport. I love it. But if I put that money in the market at that time, five years ago, that would be over 100K right now. Yep. 
Um, so realistically now I'm down, my car depreciated, it's a liability. So if I just stayed with the Nissan back then, I would have a lot more money in my pocket right now and I just bought a house and I'll be able to do a couple things that I wish I'm able to do Dude, in that house. Exactly. So at the end of the day, I don't regret anything. I enjoy that car. I have a lot of memories in it. I love it. But at the end of the day, it wasn't the, the most financially sound decision. So you staying with the Hyundai right now is going to set you up better in the future. So, But back what I'm saying is, you know what I mean? People are taking their money advice from somebody who, you know, owns one house, half owns it because they still have half their mortgage left and they drive a Toyota and they don't make that much money and they don't invest in the stock market and they're, they're taking advice from them. And that's always going to be the guy too to be like, make a comment, you know? Always. Always. And it's, and it's the negativity that's going to start making your mind go. And it's normal, right? You know, you're going to get pulled in one direction. You talk to one person and they're telling you X, Y, and Z. And then you go to talk to the next person. They're telling you something different. And now you're like, what the hell? I'm getting pulled in two different exactly. directions. Which is why it's important to do your own due diligence. You have to do your own research. You have to. And then you go take advice, but you take it with a grain of salt, right? Yeah. You have to. You can't. Everything. If you listen to everything everyone told you. You probably wouldn't be where you are right now. And that's now. a great point you said. You can't listen to what everybody tells you because that's something that I, as I'm developing and growing myself, I found myself to, if I look at certain somebody as an expert in, in a certain field, I start listening to them on things that they say outside of certain fields. You know what I mean? Just because they have a, a level of influence on you. Correct. You know what I mean? And it, 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 you're, either be, you're either influencing or being influenced in every conversation. Exactly. You know what I mean? You're either being influenced or influencing. So if you're the person listening, you know what I mean? You have to make sure that you, you are filtering what's being said, analyzing who is saying it and saying, should I listen to it or not? Don't just look at somebody that drives a Toyota or, may, or, or lives in a, a house that's not the biggest house and, and not listen to them about money at all. Don't be closed-minded. That guy could have $10 million in the bank account. Because it's not what you see. You know what I mean? You don't. But you can be rich. You don't have to look rich. Look Correct. at Zuckerberg. If, if you had no idea who Zuckerberg was and he's wearing the same shirt every day, you probably think the guy smells bad and he has, he's broke. He's more money than anybody. You know exactly. what I'm saying? But then you look at somebody, you drive down the street, you got the guy blasting music out of his M550 and he has two chains on you. Oh, this guy got mad money. Really, yeah. Realistically, he has a 300 credit score. He just bought mad exactly. stuff and keeps going on default on it. Exactly. You know what I mean? But the it goes the same way though. You know, just because a guy drives those things, you don't listen to him. Or just because the guy's got that life. So, you know, Jordan Belfort, guy is very successful. But at the end of the day, he was scamming people. Exactly. Because no one did their own research. It made him money because he was a good salesman. Exactly. But at the end of the day, if you're putting any type of money into an investment, you have to do the research. That's it. End of story. Like, I just can't stress that enough. I what feel company like. are you investing in? It doesn't have to be stocks. You know, it could be real estate. What, yeah. what, what, where's that house? You know, what's the surrounding around that, that house? Is it going to, is it an appreciating market? Did a Whole Foods come there? Did Starbucks put a, a Starbucks around there? You know what I mean? That's due diligence. Yeah, exactly. Due diligence is just, you know, doing your research about it before you put your money. Put your money places where you think it's going to grow. Look at an investment as you're giving your boy money and your boy's going to make money on it. Exactly. And you want to give your boy who's, who's broke and, and, and has every dumb idea and loses money left and right and is a, has a gambling problem. Correct. You're not going to give him money, right? So look at it as, as, as a business. I'll give Microsoft my money. They're mad good at what they do. Exactly. Every time I log in, I use Microsoft. Every business uses Microsoft. You know, Microsoft Excel. Like they are by far the leaders in their industry and they're, they grow. So did you see the percent returns? Microsoft the last five years? No. Double digits every year. Think Was about, it really? Yeah, and think about the compounding. Double yeah. digit percent returns, price returns on their stock the last four or five years. And think about what compounding compounding interest on top of yeah. that. You know what I mean? And reinvest the dividends too. You know, it's just, you could continue to accumulate, yeah. accumulate that wealth. And to add on that, you know, when you said earlier, the consumer mindset, if you're buying, if everything you own in your house is Apple, why aren't you invested in the company? 
Send it the other day. If your Amazon's number one, probably everyone was during COVID, why didn't you invest in the company? I sent it to my mother-in-law the other day. She's like, I'm not buying Amazon stock. They're too high. My mother-in-law is a very successful woman. Yes. Very, very, very successful. For the listeners out here, she is a, not only a boss in the financial industry where she works. I'm not going to say names. but And she runs a billion-dollar business. But she has a lot of money. She has three pieces of property, all north of a million-dollar mm-hmm. value. She, she, she's doing good. But she doesn't own Amazon because she's like, oh, it's too expensive, $3,000 $3, plus a stock. I'm like, why are you looking at the price? You, you just bought 10 shares of you know Netflix or or, or uh, X and Y company that was at $300 and you paid $3,000. Why don't you buy a stock, of, uh, a stock of Amazon? Every single day I walk in here, you have an Amazon box. You, Nicolette, me, yeah. there's a, you know, Al. There's always a, a, a fucking yeah. box of Amazon. Someone's buying something <laughs> exactly. every single day. And, and you're not, do you not see that cash flow stream? Yep. Do you not see that cash flow stream? You could literally make money off the companies you like. We don't buy Apple's a great company, but we're not buying Apple products that often. They're expensive, yeah. wider margins, but something is being bought from Amazon every single day. Like, and and, and we don't own it because we think it's expensive. Exactly, it's, it's expensive not, for a reason. Yeah, but the thing is, it's not also that expensive for a reason. They just have that, they don't have that many shares outstanding. Correct. You know what I mean? Their overall market cap is you know smaller than Apple's. Apple's is larger, but Apple has a number more right. you know underlying stocks or exactly. shares outstanding. So when you divide the amount of the the market cap by the shares outstanding, you get a lower stock price. It's just a formula where inputs are there. It, it doesn't matter if I have three thousand to invest in the company and I want to put it into Amazon. You know, I'm going to put it into Amazon. You know, if maybe if you only if you're starting off at a thousand dollars, you know you can't go buy you can't buy Amazon. So start with the smaller ones, build up, and then reallocate. Do do that, like yeah. to rebalance your portfolio. But if you have it, you have ten k on the side, you want to put it into the market, and you just think that you're not getting value because you're not getting five six shares of a company for that money. Amazon still goes up five percent, ten percent, you exactly. know, double digit percent returns a year, and percent returns are percent returns. If you get a ten percent on three thousand in company A with five shares, or you get ten percent on three thousand in company B, and it's only, you only have one, one share, share, you still got ten percent. It doesn't matter, but they don't exactly. look at it like that. And that goes too for like, like you said, you really can't. But like, people who aren't having that much money, there are ways. You know, get a Robinhood account, get fractional shares, yeah, start exactly. somewhere. I forgot about that too. Start somewhere. Yeah, you don't have to buy the whole thing. Like you said, a percent change is a percent change. If you could only put 500 and you're making 10%, all right, that's 50 bucks. It's only it's go. all you have, but it's money that's making being made. But, 10, but now you have $550. Exactly. You know what I mean? Then 10% of $550 is 55, 55 bucks. bucks. And as you could see, that's what they, that's the art of compound interest. Albert Einstein said it was the eighth wonder of the world. Compound interest, you 10% on 500 is 50. 10%, and then you get another 10% on there, it's 55. Keeps and then, growing then and it's growing. then you're at over and then you're like at six hundred and five dollars. Then ten percent of that is sixty dollars and fifty cents, something like that. And then it keeps growing and growing. Yep. Next thing you know, you got ten K in the bank, you just made ten percent, you made a grant. Yep. You were making five fifty dollars, fifty five dollars, now you made a grant. You make a million dollars. You have a million dollars you saved up and you and you have reinvested for a couple of years, you know, ten, twenty yep. years and you, you make some good decisions. You got a million dollars in the bank. You make ten percent, you're making a hundred K a year on investments. The, hun- the first hundred K is the hardest. Yeah. You know, to get from zero to 100 is probably going to take you, depending on how much you're investing, you know, average 10%, it'll take you about eight, let's say eight years around there, eight to 10, yeah. somewhere around there. It's not it's, not factoring it, in compound interest, right? You, and you, you can make it with, you know, making like good bets or like saving a, a larger portion of your money, but depending on how much you make. But yeah, it's, did you know why it's the hardest, the first 100K? Because the percent returns are exactly. so small. And then now think when you have 500,000 invested, you're going to make 100K in two years. Literally. Two. So you went from eight to two. Exactly. Just keep stacking your money. Stay patient. Patience is key. Look at Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett didn't turn to a billionaire. I saw this the other day. He turned a billionaire when he was like 40 plus. Yeah, and he was a millionaire at 30, I think. Exactly. Exactly. And he started buying stocks at 13. Yep. 
trust the process. It works. Just trust the process. And I'm, I'm speaking to myself right now because sometimes I get impatient too. And of I course. Put, again, I put money. Again, you can have a portfolio. Make sure you're buying your Microsoft, your Apples, your Amazons. And then you can have 10% of your overall portfolio value for risk plays. You know what I mean? Don't care if you lose all your money in that play. But if it blows up, have an exit plan. Take your fucking money. Exactly. Don't be like me who turned 2000 to 8000 left it in there. And then it went to 400 And then another time I bought Shiba Inu. Shiba Inu I don't Because I only bought this as a risk play. Because after I learned. Bought it at 1800 It turned into 9 k I thought it would be going up a little higher. Because I was fucking greedy. I t- ended up taking it out at 6 k Still made. I still tripled. More than tripled my money. Exactly. But. At the end of the day, I could have maximized a little bit more. But greed is always a factor. When you see that money going up, it feels so good when the money goes up. Because you don't but want to miss out. But it feels worse when that same amount of money goes down. Yep. So if I'm up two grand, I'm like, all right, cool. I can make three grand. Yeah. If I'm down two grand, I want to throw up. Exactly. You know what I mean? But with that being said, this is just the introductory episode. Get people to know us, who we are, Absolutely. and what we talk about. But we're going to be doing this on a weekly basis. So this is... I, this is this podcast is for people who just want to talk about money. We're going to get more into things like how inflation impacts money, how, you know, everything from stocks to real estate, just the, the psychology. Different you, skills you could learn at home to make money on your side time. Anything exactly. about money we're is gonna talk what we're about. going to talk about. We're going to bring in experts on it so they could talk more into it. I'm not going to position myself as, as an expert, but we know a lot of people in our network that we could bring in who could Absolutely. break down how to run a business, who could break down whether it's a pizzeria, whether it's a laundromat, whether it's a, a daycare. Exactly. You know what I mean? Just to give the listeners ideas of, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, maybe I want to be a business owner one day and like let me hear of how a pizzeria works how when they buy cheese when they buy sauce how much it costs how much they flip it for you know it's all a business people yeah. don't think about it like that once you get that money mindset you'll be able to replicate food it. for thought before we close out a salary is the drug that they give you to forget about your dreams that's not wrong that's not wrong kevin o'leary said it he think did. about that yeah and with that we'll see you guys next week stay tuned stay tuned